Section 25 of The House Behind the Cedars. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White. The House Behind the Cedars by Charles W. Chestnut. Section 25. Balance All. The road to Sampson County lay for the most part over the pine-clad sand-hills, an alternation of gentle rises and gradual descents, with now and then a swamp of greater or less extent. Long stretches of the highway led through the virgin forest, for miles unbroken by a clearing or sign of human habitation. They travelled slowly, with frequent pauses in shady places, for the weather was hot. The journey, made leisurely, required more than a day and might with slight effort be prolonged into two they stopped for the night at a small village where wayne found lodging for rena with an acquaintance of his and for himself with another while a third took charge of the horse the accommodation for travellers being limited rena's appearance and manners were the subject of much comment it was necessary to explain to several curious white people that rena was a woman of colour a white woman might have driven with Wayne without attracting remark. Most white ladies had negro coachmen. That a woman of Rena's complexion should eat at a negro's table or sleep beneath a negro's roof was a seeming breach of caste which only black blood could excuse. The explanation was never questioned. No white person of sound mind would ever claim to be a negro. They resumed their journey somewhat late in the morning. Rena would willingly have hastened, for she was anxious to plunge into her new work. But Wayne seemed disposed to prolong the pleasant drive, and beguiled the way for a time with stories of wonderful things he had done and strange experiences of a somewhat checkered career. He was shrewd enough to avoid any subject that would offend a modest young woman, but too obtuse to perceive that much of what he said would not commend him to a person of refinement. He made little reference to his possessions, concerning which so much had been said at Patesville, and this reticence was a point in his favor. If he had not been so much upon his guard and Rena so much absorbed by thoughts of her future work, such a drive would have furnished a person of her discernment a very fair measure of the man's character. To these distractions must be added the entire absence of any idea that Wayne might have amorous designs upon her and any shortcomings of manner or speech were excused by the broad mantle of charity which Rena, in her new-found zeal for the welfare of her people, was willing to throw over all their faults. They were the victims of oppression. They were not responsible for its results. Toward the end of the second day, while nearing their destination, the travellers passed a large white house standing back from the road at the foot of a lane. Around it grew wide-spreading trees and well-kept shrubbery. The fences were in good repair. Behind the house and across the road stretched extensive fields of cotton and waving corn. They had passed no other place that showed such signs of thrift and prosperity. "'Oh, what a lovely place!' exclaimed Rena. "'That is yours, isn't it?' "'No. We ain't got to my house yet,' he answered. That house belongs to the richest people round here. That house is over in the next county. We're right close to the line now. 
shortly afterwards they turned off from the main highway they had been pursuing and struck into a narrower road to the left the main road explained wayne goes on to clinton about five miles or more away this one we're turning into now will take us to my place which is about three miles further on we'll get there now in an hour or so wayne lived in an old plantation house somewhat dilapidated and surrounded by an air of neglect and shiftlessness but still preserving a remnant of dignity in its outlines and comfort in its interior arrangements rena was assigned a large room on the second floor she was somewhat surprised at the make-up of the household wayne's mother an old woman much darker than her son kept house for him a sister with two children lived in the house the element of surprise lay in the presence of two small children left by wayne's wife of whom rena now heard for the first time he had lost his wife he informed rena sadly a couple of years before yes miss rena she sighed the lord give her and the lord took her away blessed be the name of the lord he accompanied this sensuous quotation with a wicked look from under his half-closed eyelids that rena did not see the following morning wayne drove her in his buggy over to the county town where she took the teacher's examination she was given a seat in a room with a number of other candidates for certificates but the fact leaking out from some remark of wayne's that she was a colored girl objection was quietly made by several of the would-be teachers to her presence in the room and she was requested to retire until the white teachers should have been examined an hour or two later she was given a separate examination which she passed without difficulty the examiner a gentleman of local standing was dimly conscious that she might not have found her exclusion pleasant and was especially polite it would have been strange indeed if he had not been impressed by her sweet face and air of modest dignity which were all the more striking because of her social disability he fell into conversation with her became interested in her hopes and aims and very cordially offered to be of service if at any time he might in connection with her school you have the satisfaction he said of receiving the only first-grade certificate issued to-day you might teach a higher grade of pupils than you will find at sandy run but let us hope that you may in time raise them to your own level which i doubt very much he muttered to himself as she went away with wayne what a pity that such a woman should be a nigger if she were anything to me though i should hate to trust her anywhere near that saddle-colored scoundrel he's a thoroughly bad lot and will bear watching rena however was serenely ignorant of any danger from the accommodating wayne absorbed in her own thoughts and plans she had not sought to look beneath the surface of his somewhat overdone politeness in a few days she began her work as teacher and sought to forget in the service of others the dull sorrow that still gnawed at her heart end of section twenty five recording by james k white chula vista